When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Porpoise Pod. Brendan Tobin here with you alongside my co-host, Alejandro Solano. What is going on, man? How are you feeling right now? Uh, how could we not be feeling great? I-, I think every Dolphin fan should be feeling amazing right now, Tobin. Like, where were you when you got the news of the Jalen Ramsey trade? Because I think the first place I saw, like, rumblings about this was, uh, I don't even know if it's rumbling. I saw, like, a Pro Football Focus put this out as a suggest uh, suggestion on one of their blogs. And then, lo and behold, like, three weeks later, here we are. They actually, I think at the time, just like a second-round pick for it. Dolphins end up getting it for a third-round pick and Hunter Long, who never played. And they got one of the uh, the most star-studded cornerbacks in all of football. So uh, where were you when you got the news? I was sitting on my couch doing a little prep for the Heat game. And my first reaction was, fleeced him, which is what I think I texted fleeced. you. Fleeced him. And then I said, all right, let, let's, let's let this sit for a little. Let's see how this plays out. And my reaction all these days later, fleeced him. Uh, Chris Greer at it again, baby. The shepherd, dude. He just takes his shears out there and he takes wool off of these sheep. That's what he does. Uh, <laughs> it, it is great, though, man. Like, look, you think about the situation that they had last year at cornerback with Byron Jones, which is obviously taking a lot of twists and turns. Some unfortunate stuff for Byron Jones. It sucks to hear that he's in a lot of pain and that he uh, doesn't seem like he can play football anymore. But the Dolphins didn't need to move on. They didn't need to uh, to find a fix. And you're talking about a guy who has been the leader of you know two championship caliber defenses, one one one, one almost one one, and especially the idea of like you know you need some support, some real support for Xavier Howard. And I feel like that is what Jalen Ramsey is going to bring to the table. The Dolphins immediately have a top five. Um, you know, cornerback room in the NFL immediately. And and that's not even considering the fact that Nick Needham could end up being back. I know uh, a lot of people, um, you know, have their doubts how he'll look this year just based off his his injury. But man, like the, the, the Dolphins defense, we talk so much about Vic Fangio, right? And how how is he going to be able to implement his mastermind uh, defense with this Dolphins? How is he going to take that next level and you're just making it easier for him, right, Tobin? Like, you're, you're adding this player who we know. And everybody wants to talk about, oh, he took a step back last year. Doesn't matter. Like, he was still rated the number three cornerback in pro football focus. Um, and, and you don't need all pro Jalen Ramsey. When you have Xavier Howard, who we would both agree probably also took a little bit of a step back last year uh, from, from his all pro days. And then Jalen Ramsey on the other side, you still have two elite cornerbacks in the NFL. Are they at the level that they once were in their absolute prime? Maybe not, but both of them together, 
Like, good luck to any quarterback who has to line up under center, look up, and he sees Christian Wilkins, your boy, Sealer not up uh, on, on the front line. And then on the outsides, it's Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. Good luck. It's uh, it, it, Look, they're going to give Vic Fangio all the pieces. It's not surprising. Like, the guy's not going to take the job if he's not going to get – uh, you know, some star power in here. He's, he's going to get all, all the tools that he needs. And Jalen Ramsey, you know, it's not – maybe he's taking a step back, but this is a guy who's also still very much, I think, in his prime. 28 years old is not uh, ancient for a cornerback. And, you know, I think one of the things that I like about it is he he and Xavier Howard are, are – are, they're two ball hawks, dude. Like, you yeah. know, one of the things with Byron Jones – Never a guy who could really get you turnovers. Like he was a decent cover guy. You know, he did his job. But one of the things that really stood out about him when they got here is, holy crap, this guy gets like no picks, no interceptions. So yeah, that was certainly a struggle at times last year. This is a Dolphins team that couldn't get turnovers. I do think Ramsey helps in that regard. And man, I cannot wait for the bleep talking. Oh, man. <laughs> As if this team didn't ruffle feathers enough. You're talking about bringing in one of the most notorious bleep talkers in all of the league has already called Josh Allen trash. Yeah, it was four years ago, but who cares? Best locker room in the NFL right now. Tyree yes. Kill, Jalen Ramsey, like it, Christian Wilkins. Yep. It's up there, man. It's a, it, it feels like a team that, yeah, because Christian Wilkins is a, listen, I'll say it, he's a dirty player <laughs> and I like it. It just is what it is. Javon Holland. Kind of a dirty player, like Javon Holland. He'll 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 launch his ass at you because you want to know why? Because the snowman don't play. He's abominable. He goes across that middle. He's gonna launch himself like a missile. So they got a bunch of dudes that make it uncomfortable for you guys to go out there and try and make plays. And this isn't even talking about the two monster pass rushes you got with JP and and Chubba Dub Dub. So like I'm I, I am hyped for this for this defense, man. And, and it is, it is, it is looking stacked. It is looking exciting. And you know, we talked about, you know, they, they underperformed last year, but they certainly also had some glaring holes in that secondary. And and with those things looking like they're gonna get shirt up, uh, really, really exciting. Uh, the, the holes really did, you know, you could argue come from the injury though, right? Like Byron Jones missed a bunch, uh, didn't play the entire season. Brandon Jones goes down. Nick Needham goes down. Think about this. Like, I mean, you were relying on Cater Kohu, who had a heck of a season, undrafted. Right. But there's only so much you can do with a guy who's undrafted. Like, there's only so much you can rely on him. And he clearly exceeded expectations. But like Eric Rowe, at, towards the end of the season, um, he, he was – a playmaker for you on the defensive end. Uh, and, and you know, now if you can get Brandon Jones back healthy, who, you know, is telling us on, on social media, like everybody's forgetting about him. Yeah, um, I felt bad about that. You saw Especially that the, that post? Yeah, well, yeah, for those who don't know, so like the NFL, they posted like this graphic of Snowman, Jalen Ramsey, and X, and let me see if I get this here so I can get the exact thing. It was like Holland Ramsey Howard. The Miami Dolphins secondary is looking scary. And it's a graphic with like all three of them. And oh, it does look scary. And Brandon Jones, he just says, hey, little wave ski. You know, he wants that attention. So 
it was, uh, you know, a little not like, hey, I'm still here. Look, he he impressed, but he is coming off an ACL tear. And you're wondering what that is uh, going to come in. There's definitely been some, uh, I at least would say from from the player's side, there's been some Jordan Poyer flir- flirtation going on. The former, uh, well, the, the, the Bill safety, who seems like he's going to be a former Bill safety very soon. And so you think about, Brandon Jones is out here like wondering, well, if the Dolphins are going to try and replace me, he's coming off of injury. Do I fit Fangs' system? But I will say, uh, Javon Holland did tweet out in support of him. I'll take Brandon Jones 365 days, 24 seven. Those guys are really close. So not a surprise that snowman's going to stick up for his guy who, uh, who he has a close relationship with. Tobin, like how many, it's a wild conversation to have because last year, you go out, you bring in Tyree Kill, and we already know what the Dolphins had with Jalen Waddle, right? And then we prior prior to the season playing out, we were all saying, I mean, the offensive, uh, the weapons around Tua, uh, Mike Gesicki, we know that didn't end up panning out, but just going into the season, right? Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, Mike Gesicki, Cedric Wilson, and we were saying, well, it's still a defensive team. That's what we all talked ourselves into. This is still going to be a defensive team. They just added massive firepower with Tyreek Hill on the offensive end. And then as the season's playing out, you're realizing, okay, the defense has taken a step back. They've regressed. Whether it was injury, whether it wasn't, the bottom line was this was a team built around their offense, and they were winning games mostly because of their offensive production. And I think going into this next season, that's how a lot of people will still view the Miami Dolphins. Tua Tungavailoa, if he can stay healthy, you know that offense is going to produce but guess what? We have a real conversation again. Is this more a defensive heavy team or an offensive heavy team? And that's a wild conversation when you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on the offensive side. But I think there's a fair argument to say now because of what you just added with Jalen Ramsey, the, the defense may be the stronger part of this team. Well, they have their personality. Like, I think that's the thing. You know, defenses can be very anonymous and there's only – you know, a few guys around the league that that definitely will have people talking about defense. I mean, hell, in fantasy football, you don't even draft players. You draft a team. And so it, it is one of those things where, yeah, offense always gets the clicks, always gets the attention. But Jan Ramsey will be one of those guys who will give you attention. Like, you know, bet when they have those Bills games, people will bring up those Josh Allen quotes from years ago. That it's a division rivalry now and they got to face twice a year. I'm sure he's talked trash about Aaron Rodgers. I haven't even looked at it. I'm sure it's, you know, once he becomes a Jet, I'm sure that's going to be there. And even though he hasn't said anything about Mac Jones, because why would you care? He will. Trust me. He will say something about Mac Jones. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to have, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey put a little bit of a bullseye on the uh, the defense, create a lot of pressure. Because you want to know something? It's exactly what Tyree Kill did for the offense the year before, yeah. is, is to let you know, that they're the truth, they're going to be something, and I think that Jalen Ramsey is going to bring a lot of that because I remember seeing that with Jacksonville. It was it was very known. I think in, in L.A. it was a little bit less because, you know, that was kind of Aaron Donald's team, and they kind of went as he went. But even still, you know, the cockiness never stops with Jalen Ramsey. And I don't want to make too much I don't want to put too much into this, but I do think it's important, Tobin. The same way you you could have said about Jimmy Butler coming to my to the Miami Heat, where it was on the record 
Jimmy Butler wanted to be in Miami, right? Like you were getting a guy who bought in to what you were doing here in South Florida, who bought in to the identity of that organization. And he put it out there. I wanted to be in Miami. This was the organization I always wanted to go to. And based on what we're hearing from Ramsey, he wanted to come down here to Miami. And I, I think that matters, man. Like Great you're not getting, it, dude. right, right. Like you're not, you're not getting a guy who is just ending up here because his team traded him. Like you're getting a guy who said, I want to go play down there with that head coach, with that defensive coordinator, with that roster. To me, that matters because it's, it's somebody who's going to buy into what you're doing and you're going to get the last couple years of his career. You're going to get a guy who's completely bought in to, uh, to, to the goal that this team has, which is, and our conversation on our last episode, do they feel like the window is now? It's been answered. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I think Jalen Ramsey knows that, which is one of the main reasons he wanted to come here. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that is, that's been very noticeable is that people do want to come down. Look, it's not, it's a pretty awesome place to live for anybody who doesn't know. So that you have that, um, you know, the other free agents have been known. Yeah. The state tax is pretty great. The facilities, you know, all, they did this players association report card. Dolphins got rave reviews all over the place. By the way, yeah. get your act together. Ravens and Cardinals. What the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely been a thing is that you've noticed. I mean, like the Heisman Trophy winner came out and said that he'd want to be in Miami, you know, so like they they have an it factor. They have a cool factor. I think that uh, people want to be around, which is a really, really awesome thing. Uh, in addition, on the defensive side, they brought in this David Long Jr., who candidly, I didn't know anything about up until them signing him Solana. But I look for two things when I don't know of anything about somebody. How is the fan base that he's coming from reacting to him leaving? And then uh, give me some cool stats. And so both of those things were uh, were in the positive side of the Dolphins. A lot of people saying the Dolphins got a slam dunk value signing here in David Long. Um, the, the Titans fans seem pissed that he's gone. I saw something from Warren Sharp that said, like, his the, the team's record without him in the Titans, that is, is terrible since he became a starter two years ago. So he, let me see if I get this from you. Uh, here it is. David Long, this is from Warren Sharp. David Long, sneaky underrated signing. Changed the perspective of the Titans D when he missed games. Since becoming a starter, the Titans went 20 and seven when healthy, but three and 10 when he was not. Five and a half million per year, if healthy, is a robbery. Now, he does mention that. He's had some hammy injuries. I believe he took some uh, criticisms from Mike Vrabel that he was a uh, a repeat offender of soft tissue injuries. So we uh, we know uh, somebody like that, like Devontae Parker. That was yeah. a thing. Yeah. But this is my favorite thing because I didn't know this was a stat. He's number two in run stuff rate, which – Holy hell. What the hell is that? I don't know, but it sounds great. <laughs> Here's my only thing. By the way, I do love that stat. Absolutely. Fun stuff, right, dude. And I did the exact same thing you did, which was just scour through Titans Twitter to see how they were reacting. Because you lose a good player, your fan base is going to be pissed. They were right. pissed from what I saw. Like this was this was tough for them. And and for the amount of money Miami gotten him for by the way like it, it appears to be a steal 
uh, for when he's healthy. Here's my only thing with obsessing over him being a run stuffer. Yep. You know, the AFC East, Tobin, you got Josh Allen, and you're probably going to have Brett, um, Aaron Rodgers. Whoa, what am I doing? Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's it's same, understandable. Same thing. Uh, you're you're going to have him pretty soon. Do we really need any more run stuffers? I mean, we're pretty much set with Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer. Like, if there was one really good part about our defense this year was stopping the run. I, I'm not hating on the signing. I'm just saying, you know, linebacker is a position of need for the Dolphins. I saw Jerome Baker and Duke Riley, who's coming back as well, get yep. toasted a couple times in the secondary last year. And now you have to face Josh Allen twice. We know that. And you're going to have to face Aaron Rodgers potentially twice as well. I, I just feel like they should prioritize, you know, a tight end who could cover or, or a linebacker who could cover a tight end every once in a while. That's all I'm saying. I got you. But um, look, I, I think that, you know, you're talking about the. Uh, it's a bit of a value play for them right now. They've obviously had their big ticket item and you do have to find some bargains. You know, you do yeah. need to have a couple of guys that, you know, you uh, you are, are are buying somebody here. Look, we've seen this with the with Chris Greer. Chris Greer is not afraid to sign guys with an injury past. Uh, you know, Bradley he, Chubb. He, it doesn't matter. Bradley right. Chubb, Teron Armstead. He even mentioned this with Tua. You know, he's like, you know, eh, you know, it's a concern, but guys bounce back. Like Chris Greer always is going to go talent. Like he's not a guy who's a big. Uh, availability is your best ability though he believes in the other abilities and hopefully you'll be available and you know people can disagree with that or or you know understand it but that is what it is with this gm he he will roll the dice on somebody's durability in favor of holy crap he looks really talented 